Hey, welcome back to the Trainer's Lab podcast. My name is Ms. Bahawk, and this is the space where we like to dissect the elements of accelerated remote coaching careers. So how do certain coaches move through their career and the timeline a little bit quicker than others? Ways that we can optimize and make the best use out of our time in this journey, especially when we're starting from scratch. So these are the tools that myself and my co-host Blake wish that we had when we were starting out. And I hope you've been enjoying some of these daily styled episodes that we've been experimenting with and solo episodes. So Blake is getting to share his perspective. I'm getting to share mine. And then we come together and we, you know, blend our perspectives. And hopefully that gives you all angles and a couple different things that you can connect with. So the idea here is that we can help you a lot more closely through this podcast feed by delivering information straight here. In this episode, I wanted to share something that was inspired by an email that I read. So I'm on Neville Matora's copywriting list that he sends out emails every week or whatever. And a lot of times they're very good. I don't read them all the time, but this time I happened to open one. It was about feeding your funnel and about how feeding a funnel is really at the end of the day about coming back to a product or service, right? So every video or sales page or tweak we make to the website, hopefully those things are driving into the total sales volume, helping to increase that. And so one of the things he was focused on how copywriting skills helps improve the effectiveness of each method that you use to feed your funnel. And for me, this just resonated and sparked off a different train of thought as well with like, okay, There are seven different ways that he listed, for example, a sales page, which was number one, and there's 15% next to that. So an increase by changing up the wording, adding a video, doing something to even maybe having a sales page. I've noticed that has increased my sales, or I can have not necessarily that people randomly find it and buy, but the fact that like you can send that link to somebody, clear there's a place to buy now, it's linked to your Stripe, boom, that you can increase by 15%. Number two, emails. So sending more emails out to the list, an increase by 25%. Number three, pricing structure, an increase of 40% of total sales volume. Now this is huge because I've experimented with this, honestly, over the past three years, and it's absolutely insane how offering the same thing but changing up the pricing structure increasing certain deliverables, but decreasing certain deliverables, and that can make such a big impact in actually closing a deal and making it a no-brainer for people. Number four is sales scripts, and this is an increase of 40% to the total sales volume. For me, this really applies in the sense of when I'm hopping on sales calls, what's my story, what's the origin of Pod Mahal, how I came up with what I'm offering, what it actually consists of, basically working on that structure is something that has really paid off over the past few years. And just practice. So the more calls I've done, you begin to know what questions people are going to be asking and build that into certain stories that you're going to tell. And that I have noticed can definitely increase your total sales volume. Number five is going to be blog posts. So an increase of 30% there. And then number six is going to be cold outreach emails, increase of 15%. Now, The emails that I recently sent weren't really cold. It was like to people that were stuck in limbo that just hadn't closed a deal. But they were on the verge of closing one or maybe they thought it was too expensive at the time or they just hadn't gotten back to me or whatever it is. I hit these four people up. 
I wrote a new script, really just mentioning what I had been doing and working on over the past few months and who I had been working with. I've gotten to work on some very cool projects. That plus the new thing that I'm offering and then the pricing for it, I sent a Stripe link to that. And then I also sent a calendar booking time, for example. And I would not have included the Stripe link and calendar booking link possibly for somebody maybe that I didn't feel was on the verge of closing. I may have to remove that part and waited one email before I send that. But with these four people, I was like, let me just include it. The goal is to improve speed of closing here for everybody involved and getting started with our project. So basically, out of four people that I sent that to, I got three responses, which is 75%, and then 25%, which is one person, actually closed into a $400 per month deal within 24 hours of actually sending that. So that was really wild. Number seven is social posts. This is an increase of 40% which adds up to a total 205% overall increase to your sales volume. I thought this was very convincing, even as just a rough example to look at. And then I decided to, I said, okay, I do most, but basically all these things. I'm going to add a few more things to this list. So number eight for me is Fiverr. If you're in any creative field, having a Fiverr account, building up your profile, that was an absolute game changer for my career. Um, and I get a lot of recurring business through that isn't just cheap projects anymore. Like I closed $150 per session for just consulting and helping somebody launch their podcast, three of those sessions on Fiverr recently. And clips are $50 per clip uh, for editing short form clips. And that's a regular thing that we close now. So huge source, just putting myself on that platform was a big deal. And I'm sure if I look back at the numbers, it's a pretty high percentage in terms of what it added to the total sales volume. Same thing with Upwork, which for me would be number nine. That is huge because again, you put yourself out there. It's not the same as Fiverr. You do have to be more active and reaching out and filtering out crappy projects. But I landed a corporate client that way. And we've got 250,000 plus followers on LinkedIn. That's the main platform that we're creating for. And it was just one of those things where I got, now I got to use that experience into getting other corporate clients. And it was in a, the data analytics field, which is very cool. And so similar to Fiverr, it's a place where my dream customers are congregating, right? So it's a place that I put myself. Number 10 is going to be podcasting because this is something that I can I know that the people who are listening have high intent, even though it might not be, the numbers might not be as high as something I might reach on Instagram or TikTok. But I've just in the past seven years seen very high intent from people who listen. That's an important one for me. Number And then how I track also the action that's being taken from that is making sure that the links are trackable through genie.us versus just putting links in there where you're never going to go back and look at the analytics or you can't see where that traffic is coming from. That's an important one for me. Number 11 is going to be YouTube. So YouTube is definitely one that's probably the highest equivalent or even more to podcasts where it's if people watch my YouTube video, they click the link in the description or whatever, and they go to one of my landing pages to sign up for one of my free tools. Now they are on my email list, which then allows them later on to hopefully become a customer, right? Now, 
out of all the referral sources that I tracked on that landing page, 78% of all of those subscribers on that list came from YouTube in some way. And so that was insane for me where I was like, okay, I need to be doubling down on what I'm doing for YouTube. Number 12 is a referral system. This is huge because I didn't really expect much referrals in podcast and video editing because I was like, oh, maybe it's like you want that person to yourself. You don't want to have other people also taking up maybe their bandwidth, right? And I thought there would be that kind of vibe with a lot of the clients I'm working with. But instead, what I noticed was there was a lot more unexpected referrals from small projects I've worked on where maybe that client is not even active anymore, but they literally refer, like I get something for three months later and you're like, oh, hey, I was referred to you by Anna. And they place one of my bigger orders where you're like, wow, okay, that was very unexpected. Having an active referral system is something that I'm working on and have used in the past that's worked very well. And it just reminded me to double down on because then it incentivizes my existing customers who are very happy with the product to be able to go out and share it. So setting up a referral system is a very big one that I just should have done, but it's very cool that passively without you asking people inherently in, it's like people see the clip and they're like, oh, who did your clip? And then they have to t say, oh, it's this person. And I think that it's similar to having a trainer where it's, wow, you start to look really good or you have more energy, you're in better mood. They're like, hey, what are you doing? What diet are you on? What are you working on? What are you eating? What are you training? Like, it just provides this room for the client to be the billboard example, them not have to actively be like, hey, do you want to, do you need an editor? It gives them like the product itself has a referral marketing system built into it, if that makes sense. So this was really encouraging for me where I was like, okay, 12 different ways that I can feed my product or services is gives me a lot of different variables to tweak. And it's exciting because at some points you want to double down on one or two more than you do the rest, right? But then there are some, let's say a sales page where you make a tweak to it and you don't really have to maybe touch it for a little while. You just monitor what's happening. So it's a little bit more hands-off. I'm really glad I got this email in my inbox and it made me think about all the different ways that I like to feed my funnel, which ones are definitely the most effective, not just in my perception, because there is definitely, oh, I get more messages here, which lead to more of this thing. And then, or there is more objectiveness where it's okay, this is what all of my landing pages and data says. These are where the existing customers actually came from when I think about it. And I use that data to then double down. YouTube and podcasting was part of that decision. Where I was like, man, I'm putting so much work into Instagram. Right? Like not a lot of my clients actually come from there. It's just showing it off to like friends or family. Or that's what it feels like. But YouTube is an absolute game changer where it's like, very minimal work is leading to a lot of results there. So it's like, what happens if you times five that? If I go from posting once a week to three times a week there, three videos a week, that would be, I'm sure I could quantify that. You're like 30, 40% increased. It at least gives me a sense of control. Like the whole idea with building your own table, right? Where it's, I don't need to wait for somebody to just give me a referral. And that's like the only source I have for feeding my funnel or wait for somebody to stumble upon my sales page, right? But all of these things in combination 
are just lethal. It's so magical where if you combine, I think, three or more, you know, it doesn't even have to be 12, but it's like, what if you combine three or more to start? And again, some of them are more hands-off like sales pages, but, but other ones are a little bit more hands-on. Doing a daily podcast, for example, but I hope this gives you some ideas from listening to how I fill and feed my funnel, how Neville feeds his funnels. And if you have any questions on this, definitely hit me up. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram and all the links and all that good stuff to that is in the description below. But I appreciate your time and you hanging out and I will talk to you next time.